here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Mark Levin here, our number, 877-381-3811, It's a very dangerous word out there, folks, and I don't mean that as a bumper sticker. I've talked about how Putin has his eyes on Eastern Europe beyond the Ukraine, and they've admitted it today. They've admitted it today. Here we have Reuters. Russia's Medvedev, he is one of Putin's closest confidants, floats idea of pushing back Poland's borders. And it's London. Former Russian President Dmitry Medvedev said today that the only way for Moscow to ensure lasting peace with Ukraine was to push back the borders of hostile states as far as possible, even if that meant the frontiers of NATO member Poland. Medvedev, who is now deputy chairman of Russia's Security Council, made the comments in a message on his Telegram account exactly a year after Russia sent thousands of troops into Ukraine. Medvedev, an ally of President Vladimir Putin, forecast on Friday that Russia would be victorious and that some kind of loose agreement would eventually end the fighting. He said victory will be achieved. We all want to happen as soon as possible, and that day will come. He predicted that tough negotiations with Ukraine and the West would follow what would culminate in some kind of an agreement. And I would add this as a footnote. You know, there was an agreement in 94, give up your nukes, I've talked to you about this. And we, Russia, will, will not only adhere to the borders, but we will help protect your borders, Ukraine. And the United States and Britain have agreed to that, too. And I noticed the Putinoids and their hemorrhoids in this country have never mentioned that. But he said that deal would lack what he called fundamental agreements on real borders and not amount to an overarching European security pact, making it vital for Russia to extend its own borders now. That is why, and I quote him, 
It is so important to achieve all the goals of the special military operation to push back the borders that threaten our country as far as possible, even if they are the borders of Poland. Poland shares long eastern borders with Ukraine and with Russia's ally Belarus, frontier of some 125 miles in its northeastern corner with the Russian enclave of Kaliningrad. Now, this should be no surprise to anybody who's been listening to this program for any period of time. As I read to you from Putin's own writings 18 months ago, how he views Poland and Romania, the Balkan states, even the former Czechoslovakia. Any encroachment on Poland's borders would bring Russia for the first time in a direct conflict with NATO forces. NATO forces. Medvedev has adopted an increasingly hawkish tone amid a series of outspoken interventions since the war began with some political analysts suggesting he's one of the people that Putin might one day consider as his successor. But he speaks for Putin. And so yet again, yet again, Putin has made clear that Ukraine is just the beginning. The Ukrainians, in fighting so bravely against the Russians, and we providing them with support, but not nearly the support that they asked for, and that doesn't mean necessarily endless amounts of money. It means the right kind of weaponry. The right kind of weaponry. So they can inflict impossible casualties on the Russians. That Putin and Russia have more in mind than Ukraine. And if he had cut through Ukraine in a few days as he expected, I believe he would have pushed hard into Poland and I don't think we would have done a damn thing about it. But you don't have to believe me. Putin wants to go into Poland and Poland knows it. Poland is the most vigorous defender of Ukraine. Poland wanted to send F-16 jets out of its NATO stockpile to Ukraine. They were stopped because Poland knows what's taking place. Poland is really the launching point for most of the aid that's going into Ukraine. It's being shipped to Poland and then shipped over Poland's border into Ukraine. This is why you have countries that hitherto, or hitherfore, I should say, wanted nothing to do with Russia or Ukraine or any of this stuff, are now asking to join NATO. Because they know what Putin wants to do, too. They read what he wrote, too. The only people that don't seem to understand what Putin wants to do are the Putinoids, or they don't care. Or they don't care. No, I'm not a warmonger. I want to prevent a world war. I care about my kids and my grandkids, as most of you do. But please, I, I urge you, do not listen to those who said the same exact thing in the 1930s, whether here in America or Britain or other places. The rising storm is here. 
communist China is a serious military superpower now. It was not 10 years ago. It is today. In one decade. In one decade, they have supplanted Russia. as the second most powerful superpower on the face of the earth. And they keep spending enormous amounts for their economy. Well, we sit here and stare at our navels and pretend that we can never be beaten. But of course we can be beaten by bad generals and, and bad presidents. We surrendered in Afghanistan. How many more lessons do we need? We also surrendered in Vietnam, if I'm to be perfectly blunt about this. When the Democrats cut off our military, when the commander-in-chief at the Ford, Gerald Ford, was opposed to what the Democrats were doing. So they're quite serious about this. That is the, the Russians. And they want aid from China. And China's going to give them aid. Why wouldn't they? Why wouldn't China give them aid? China wants us to be defeated. They want our allies to be defeated. They want NATO to be dispirited as they prepare for their own war, the invasion of Taiwan. But that's just the, the latest puzzle piece for communist China. There are accesses now. You have Iran, North Korea, Russia, and communist China now. That's four. North Korea is providing drones. Excuse me. North Korea is providing artillery to the Russians. Iran's providing drones to the Russians. China is providing economic aid by buying all that we have boycotted from Russia, including their oil. They've been sending weapons, but weapons of a sort. Now they want to send serious stuff. That's what's taking place. Europe needs to step up much more. There's a lot of problems here. We do need to have a special inspector general. This has been proposed, and I'm all for it, to monitor how this money's being spent. But that doesn't mean that we roll over and pretend that this will just go away. It's none of our business. Unfortunately, it is. And fortunately, the people of Ukraine are fighting to the death to try and defend themselves. And fortunately, we don't have to send any troops. And we are a very generous people. But it's the Ukrainians who are putting their lives on the line. It was their country that was invaded. And here's a case where we won't say and can't say that these people don't want freedom, that we're trying to impose our will. These people want freedom, and they're begging for help. So just to be clear, 100% clear, once again... Russia has made it abundantly clear, and they did it today, 
But if they can, they're going to cut through Ukraine and they're going to hammer Poland. That's when you might have a world war. Whether Biden responds or not. And that's what we have to prevent. And I'll be right back. Mark I want to tell you about something to help you protect your retirement. People are worried about the economy because 2022 didn't go very well. For one thing, there's the crazy spending and debt created by Biden and the Democrats. That huge debt affects your savings, especially pensions, IRAs, and 401ks. It's one reason Americans get gold IRAs, to protect their hard-earned savings. Well, here's a company I trust to help you with a gold IRA, Augusta Precious Metals. What makes Augusta Precious Metals different? tell you not to buy a gold IRA if it's not right for you. If you've saved $100,000 or more, save for your IRA or your 401k, sign up for a one-on-one web conference to schedule call 877-4-GOLD-IRA. That's 877-4-GOLD-IRA, 877-4-GOLD-IRA. If you have a financial professional, obviously talk to them before making an investment decision. Visit AugustaPreciousMetals.com and check out the risk disclosures as well. Joe Biden in the Oval Office, the surrender in Afghanistan, his uh, efforts to appease China, Iran, Russia, have all created signs of weakness and provocation. His flatlining effectively after inflation spending on national security and defense and his mental state have resulted in what's taking place now. I'm not saying China wouldn't be working at breakneck speed to do what it's doing because China's been at this for a while. I'm saying that China doesn't fear us. Not enough, anyway. Now, here's CNN. Chinese fighter jet confronts U.S. Navy plane with CNN crew as tensions simmer in South China Sea. U.S. Navy reconnaissance jet flies at 21,500 feet over the South China Sea, which, of course, now Communist China claims as its own. 30 miles from the contested Paracel Islands, a group of about 130 small atolls, the biggest of which are home to Chinese military bases. A voice saying it's coming from the People's Liberation Army Airport crackles over the radio of the U.S. Navy P-8 Poseidon as a CNN crew, given rare access aboard the U.S. flight, listens in. American aircraft that says Chinese airspace is 12 nautical miles, not approaching anymore or you bear all responsibility, it says. So Communist China is laying claim to the entirety of the South China Sea, all the navigable waters, and all the airspace above it. In a few minutes, a Chinese fighter jet armed with air-to-air missiles intercepts the U.S. plane, nestling in just 500 feet of its port side. The Chinese fighter jet was so close, the CNN crew could see the pilots turning their heads to look at them and could make out the red star on the tail fins and the missiles it was armed with. Lieutenant Nikki Slaughter, the pilot of the American plane, 
hails the twin-seat, twin-engine PLA aircraft, PLA fighter aircraft. This is U.S. Navy P-8A. I have you off my left wing, and I intend to proceed to the west. I request that you do the same. Over. There's no reply. No reply from the Chinese jet fighter, which escorted the U.S. plane for 15 minutes before turning away. To a CNN crew aboard the American jet, it's stark evidence of the tensions brewing between the United States and China in the South China Sea. The commander of this U.S. Navy mission has a different take. Quote, I'd say it's another Friday afternoon in the South China Sea. Navy commander Mark Hines tells the CNN crew, in other words, we are constantly being threatened now by the communist Chinese. Constantly. Over the past several years, the South China Sea has emerged as a major potential flashpoint in the Asia-Pacific. Islands in it, like the Paracels, near which the U.S. Navy plane was intercepted today, are the subject of overlapping territorial claims in part from China, the Philippines, Vietnam, Malaysia, Brunei, and Taiwan. Not only does the strategic waterway hold vast resources of fish, oil, and gas, but about a third of global shipping passes through it worth about $3.4 trillion. In 2016, it's worth about 5 or $6 trillion. China claims historic jurisdiction over almost the entirety of the vast sea. This is what Russia does. It claims jurisdiction over Eastern Europe. And since 2014, has built up tiny reefs and sandbars into artificial islands, heavily fortified with missiles, runways, weapon systems. The Paracel Islands, called the Yishi Islands by China, are the northern part of the South China Sea, east of Da Nang, Vietnam, south of China's Hainan Island. Surrounding them is 12 nautical miles of airspace that China was claiming as, as, as its own on Friday. Oh, this is our airspace. Far to the southeast sits the Spratly Islands chain, just 186 miles from the Philippine island of Palawan. The Philippines brought a case to The Hague and they won, but China says no, those are our islands. And they continue its military buildup, building bases on the Spratlys as well. I'll be right back. I want to tell you about something to help you protect your retirement. People are worried about the economy because 2022 didn't go very well. For one thing, there's the crazy spending and debt created by Biden and the Democrats. That huge debt affects your savings, especially pensions, IRAs, and 401ks. It's one reason Americans get gold IRAs, to protect their hard-earned savings. Well, here's a company I trust to help you with a gold IRA, Augusta Precious Metals. What makes Augusta Precious Metals different? They'll tell you not to buy a gold IRA if it's not right for you. If you've saved $100,000 or more, save for your IRA or your 401k, sign up for a one-on-one web conference to schedule call 877-4-GOLD-IRA. That's 877-4-GOLD-IRA, 877-4-GOLD-IRA. If you have a financial professional, obviously talk to them before making an investment decision. Visit AugustaPreciousMetals.com and check out the risk disclosures as well. Mark Levin, the thunder on the right. 
Call in now, 877-381-3811. I must confess, and I was talking to Mr. Producer during the break, I'm perplexed. I'm not often perplexed, but I'm perplexed. I can sit here and read exactly what Vladimir Putin said. I can read today's news exactly what his right-hand man said about Poland. And people disbelieve. They don't want to hear it. I'm not just talking about folks out there. I'm talking about writers at the Wall Street Journal, other but they don't want to hear it. So that tells me that some people who embrace the nomenclature conservative or constitutionalism or, or even rationality are none of those things. They're ideologues. Foreign policy and national security is about prudence. They say this all the time. I wrote about it in Liberty and Tyranny, prudence. It's not an ideological thing. Just like law and order is about prudence. It shouldn't be an ideological thing. If there are criminals out there, stealing, maiming, molesting, killing, it shouldn't matter which party, those people need to be prosecuted and thrown in prison or executed if they're murderers in some cases. If you're looking at communist China, they've said what they want to do, they're doing what they want to do, we see what they're doing, or you're listening and watching Russia said they were going to invade Ukraine, they have invaded Ukraine, are now talking about Poland's borders, but not now, but they've been for 18 months. Why not believe them? Because the ideology tells you not to believe them? Because we despise Joe Biden, which we do, which I do. But that doesn't change the facts on the ground. It doesn't change the nature of their Navy, their missiles, their activities and all the rest. Has nothing to do with our border. Has nothing to do with Palestine, Ohio. I hear these ridiculous parallels being made. We're talking about national security. We're talking about preventing World War III. And right now, the country that's preventing World War III is Ukraine. So how is it that they've been made out the enemy? Those people are fighting a war to save themselves, to protect their families. They're not the enemy. They were invaded. And they're not going to surrender. Now, there's more going on out there. We've gone from Europe. We've gone to the Pacific, now we're going to go to the Middle East. I'm just telling you what's going on out there. Fox News, Benjamin Netanyahu ready strike on Iran nuclear facilities after secret meetings, a report says. Now, 
These are secret meetings. Secret meetings. And this information was leaked to the American media, New York Post and others. Who would have leaked it before we get into the details? Who would have leaked it? The United States State Department would have leaked it. They don't want Israel attacking Iran. And Israel shares much of its intelligence and other information with the United States government. Obviously, it can't attack Iran without telling us. And then the U.S. government leaks it to the media because they don't want Israel defending itself. They don't want Israel attacking Iran. And Netanyahu has said time and time and time again, we cannot allow Iran to get nuclear weapons. Because Israel will be blown potentially off the face of the earth. Israel will be blackmailed. So will the United States and so forth. You see, Biden in the Oval Office is a grave disaster for this country. Unfortunately, historians, real historians, not Michael Beschlosh and those moronic leftists, they will look back and analyze what's taken place. But in the meantime, we're dealing with it present day. Spokesperson for the prime minister said they had nothing to add in response to the report because they're shocked because it's leaked. Israel will prepare for possible action against Iran's nuclear facilities after a series of secret meetings between the prime minister and leaders from the defense and intelligence ministries, according to a leak report. So there, look what they've done. Look what they've done with this leak. They've made it incredibly difficult to even launch an incredibly difficult mission to begin with. Well, Mark, you're reading it. It's out there. The Iranians have seen it. They're not listening to the Mark Levin show. They're reading the New York Times. They're reading these other papers. Israel will prepare for possible action. Quote, Israel will not allow Iran to become nuclear. Brigadier General Amir Avivi, founder and chairman of the Israeli Defense Security Forum, told Fox News Digital... As we are witnessing the continued unhindered progress of the Iranian military nuclear program with weapons-grade enrichment, Israel's readying its credible military option. Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu held five meetings with his defense and intelligence chiefs, as well as the head of Mossad, to discuss the possible attack local news outlet Channel 12 reported. The report did not name any source, and the Times speculated of Israel that officials could have leaked the report in order to make clear the country's resolve and intent. That's not what happened. Why would they do that? Tensions between Israel and Iran have flared in recent weeks after a drone strike hit Iranian military facilities, with Iran claiming early investigations suggest the Israeli regime were responsible for this attempted act of aggression. And by the way, I want to continue, but before I do... Those of you who go on my social sites, and I hope it's most of you, because I post those things for you, not for the New York Times, not for CNN, 
not for all the uh, left-wing platform. I post them for you and to you. Did you see the picture of the little girl, Mr. Producer? was beaten to a pulp, bleeding from her face, blood all over her little dress because she didn't wear her clothing properly. I would strongly encourage you folks to take a look. This is why people in Iran are still protesting. And yet I bet you don't hear them, do you? They might as well not be protesting with respect to American interest. Biden doesn't talk about it. Blinken doesn't talk about it. The Democrats don't talk about it. You don't hear it. You hear nothing in the news. As those people are being brutalized, tortured, murdered, and we're talking about young people and young women being raped Israel has regularly raised concerns about Iran's nuclear program. And the report could be part of a plan to push Western allies to act rather than leave Israel to act alone. Okay, so all the speculation kicks in. Not Netanyahu said at a national security conference on Tuesday, publicly, the only thing that has ever stopped rogue nations from developing nuclear weapons is a credible military threat or a credible military action. A necessary condition, and often a sufficient condition, is credible military action. The longer you wait, the harder that becomes. We've waited very long. Now, Biden, of course, has attempted to revive the, the Iran deal. Talks stalled out in September because the Iranians kept moving the goalposts, and Biden is an idiot. U.S. Secretary of State Blinken said Iran had moved away from extraneous demands, demands unrelated to the deal itself. But by the time the talks had gone backward and the U.S. admitted that they would not meet our bottom line requirements, we're dealing in our own government with the most hapless, unprofessional, inexperienced, pacifist ideologues, probably in modern American history. Probably. It's just unbelievable to me. What, uh, let's, let's, let's pretend Israel, let's put Israel aside. Let's say Iran gets nukes. What will that do to the United States? What will that do? What will that do to the so-called moderate Arab states? What will it do to North Africa? And once they develop them, they will develop the ability to send them thousands and thousands of miles. Because China and Russia will give them that ability. It wasn't that long ago during the Clinton administration, the Russians couldn't even get a rocket off the ground. Remember it crashed? Not the Russians, excuse me, the communist Chinese. They couldn't get a rocket off the ground. They were a laughing stock. Now they have nuclear missiles that can be merved, and so they got it from us. They got it from us illegally and legally. Both. Illegally and legally. I'll be right back. 
I want to tell you about something to help you protect your retirement. People are worried about the economy because 2022 didn't go very well. For one thing, there's the crazy spending and debt created by Biden and the Democrats. That huge debt affects your savings, especially pensions, IRAs, and 401ks. It's one reason Americans get gold IRAs, to protect their hard-earned savings. Well, here's a company I trust to help you with a gold IRA, Augusta Precious Metals. What makes Augusta Precious Metals different? They'll tell you not to buy a gold IRA if it's not right for you. If you've saved $100,000 or more, save for your IRA or your 401k, sign up for a one-on-one web conference to schedule call 877-4-GOLD-IRA. That's 877-4-GOLD-IRA, 877-4-GOLD-IRA. If you have a financial professional, obviously talk to them before making an investment decision. Visit AugustaPreciousMetals.com and check out the risk disclosures as well. Just to underscore a point, Lloyd Austin on CNN today, Secretary of Defense. Take a listen to this. Cut four, go. With China, recently the tensions have gotten worse between the United States and China, especially after the U.S. shot down that surveillance balloon. You tried to call your Chinese counterpart, and they didn't answer. Yeah, so, Kaylin, the day that that happened, uh, my office reached out to his office to schedule a call, and uh, they they did not schedule the call. Um, Did that surprise you you at all? Uh, not, not really. Um, you've heard me say a number of times, uh, Caitlin, that I think it's really, really important for, to uh, to make sure that we maintain uh, lines of communication open. I think leaders uh, uh, need to be able to talk to each other to uh, avoid misperceptions and uh, and, uh, and manage crises. And, and so this is really important. Uh, and and so we hope that uh, Minister Wei will. We'll have a change of heart and uh, and schedule that call. When was the last time you talked to him? The last time that I talked to him was a couple of months ago. So Wow. Mm-hmm. I mean, how concerning is that, that the Secretary of Defense in the U.S. can't get your counterpart in China on the phone? Again, I think, it's, risk involved with that. I think it's important to, to, to be able to. It's not like we don't have any lines of communication open. You just saw uh, Secretary Blinken talk to his counterpart in, uh, in Munich. Uh, and so there are diplomatic lines of communication open. You folks, are you seeing the writing on the wall now? You seeing the writing on the wall? If they feared us, if they respected us, uh, they would make that call. China is a nation on the rise. It is a brutal, genocidal regime. It is a military power. And ultimately, we are in its sights. Now, we can be ostrich-like and put our head in the sand and pretend it's not true, but it is true. It's absolutely true. And if we don't start preparing, building up our military, muscling up our our service branches, we're in for a hell of a tough time. Or more specifically, your kids and grandkids are. Because they're not going away. And I don't know what it's going to take to wake this country up. I really don't know. You going to listen to Matt Gates, Paul Gosar? What do I mean? What, what's it going to take? 
In this economy, you need to make every dollar count. You listen to Rand Paul? Seriously? These are not people I dislike. It's just that they're ridiculous. I'll be right back. This segment of the podcast is exclusively sponsored by Pure Talk. Pure Talk offers great coverage and can save your family money on your wireless bill every single month. Go to puretalk.com to find the plan that's right for you. Thank you again for listening, and thank you so much for this sponsorship, Pure Talk. He's here. He's here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Hello, America. Mark Levin here. Our number, 877-381-3811. Yellow, yellow, yellow. 877-381-3811. You know, I just finished reading, and I read it almost in one night. Yes, I did, honey. My wife's gone, oh, sure. No, I did. The Courage to Be Free. And it is a new book. It's coming out Tuesday by Governor DeSantis. It's a hell of a book. And this Sunday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, I will be interviewing him one-on-one, exclusive, the first interview about his book, but also more. The Courage to Be Free. Now, those who expect me to try and pit him against other candidates or pit him against Trump or ask him boring questions like, is he running for president and all the rest of it, that obviously he's not prepared to answer. You are not going to like this. Those of you who really want to get into the substance and you're very interested in leadership and um, that sort of thing, and these issues, whether it's the vaccines, you're going to love it. Now, what's interesting about this book, among many things, it's your, as I read it, it's not your typical politician's book. There's no gossip in this book. There's no personal attacks in this book. None. It is a thoroughly practical and positive book. And you learn stuff about DeSantis's background that you had no idea, no idea about. Now that's what reporting used to be. But that's what it used to be. I don't do interviews to play gotcha. I didn't do it with Mike Pompeo. I didn't do it with Christy Nome. I, I didn't do it with President Trump. I'm not doing it with anybody else. So when people write gotcha books, I don't have any interest in interviewing them. But this is a very, very compelling book. And he wrote every word in it, and you could tell he did. It sounds like him. So if you're interested... You can obviously go on Amazon right now. It's The Courage to Be Free. And also, I hope you'll watch our special. It'll be his first interview. It'll be exclusive, and it'll be for the full hour. And when you have a full hour with somebody, you really get to know them. You'll get to know them. 
you'll get to know Governor DeSantis without all the in-between commentators and all the rest of it. You'll hear from him. Not a six-minute interview, not a ten-minute interview. It's the full hour. So I hope you'll join us on Life, Liberty, and Living, 8 p.m. Eastern. There's always DVR if you can't listen or watch live. I think you're going to be very fascinated. Um, And I think you'll learn quickly why he is America's governor, in my view. The way he views leadership. It's very interesting what what he's written. Very, very interesting. And the way he views is managing events. Very, very interesting, because he's been very successful. Something that a lot of people can learn from. I don't just mean other politicians, I mean all of us. So the book is The Courage to Be Free. And you might want to check it out on Amazon. It doesn't come out till Tuesday, so it's not in the bookstores yet. Now, what Amazon likes to... By the way, did you say Bezos wants to buy the Washington football team, Mr. Producer? So he owns the Washington Compost. Done a fine job there. Bunch of morons and the paper's going under. Now he wants to own the, I guess, the commanders, who command nothing but the commanders. So the guy's buying up everything he can in and around Washington, D.C. You should see these Amazon... I don't even know what to call them. These buildings. It's not just Amazon. It's like 80% of all internet traffic. You should look at these buildings in Loudoun County, Virginia. My home county. Used to be. Acre after acre after acre of these football-sized buildings without windows. Can you imagine how many computers are there, Mr. Producer? Enormous. And I think to myself, why are they all in one place? All right, anyway, so there is that. Now, one of the things that I think sets DeSantis apart is he understands there's a culture war. He understands he needs to engage in it. Sunudo in New Hampshire, obviously, he's been hitting the head with too many snowballs. Uh, Larry Hogan, no offense, Larry. Larry's had too many hot dogs. Just a big boy. Look, I am too. There's nothing wrong with that. Now, Chris Christie, I understand at one point he had to warn the Air Force that, no, he was not a Chinese uh, spy balloon. Did you know that, Mr. Producer? Hello. Hello. Anyway, so uh, this is a serious man, and he understands there's a culture war, and he understands that in these government schools... The battle's going on in the classroom, and a governor can't roll over. Now, how many governors are fighting this stuff? Universities and colleges that are heavily subsidized by the state taxpayers. And, of course, Disney, that had its own city, heavily subsidized. It's outrageous. So it's very strange when I hear some, like Sununu Dududu and, uh, and others, attack him from the left, claiming they're attacking him from the right. Government has no say in these things. That's big government. I even think I, even think I heard Pence say this. Now he should know better. Um, these are government schools. 
Of course, the governor should have some say on how they're run. You're just going to let the teachers unions and the Democrat Party run the classrooms? You can't do that. He didn't say you shouldn't teach history, real history. You shouldn't teach slavery. He said the opposite. What he said is don't teach Marxism, critical race theory, and then substitute it for American history. We're not going to do that in our public schools. And we never used to do that in our public schools. Came to the college board and said the same thing. We want our children to excel. Not to be diminished with radical left Marxist propaganda. Nicole Hannah-Jones is one of the great demagogue propagandist racists in modern American history. She has no history degree. She's a journalism professor, I believe, at Howard now. She's given a platform by the New York Slimes that has blood all over its hands for an entire century worth of support for genocidal maniacs, whether it's Stalin or the Third Reich or Cuba or whatever. And she's being promoted by NBC News. She's being promoted by everybody because she has a special on the 1619. I think it's on Hulu, isn't it, Mr. Medu? Something like that. It's a special, multi-series special. Our enemies couldn't pay enough for this kind of propaganda. Communist Party USA couldn't pay enough for this kind of propaganda. 50 years ago, Marxists, they couldn't believe what's going on today. Nicole Hannah-Jones has been a hater since before college. She has said and written incredibly poisonous, viable things. And now they come up with this phony 1619 project that any serious, real, accomplished historian including Pulitzer Prize winners, have denounced. She's a propaganda machine like the New York Slimes. But here she is, ladies and gentlemen. She is on NBC News today, or yesterday. NBC News. And there's nobody, nobody to challenge her. To question her scholarship. Cut seven, go. Earlier this month, 1619 was referenced in former Governor Nikki Haley's bid for the Republican nomination. They say the promise of freedom is just made up. Some think our ideas are not just wrong, but racist and evil. What is your response to Nikki Haley's video calling out your Now, do you think that's fair, America? Why don't they have Nikki Haley sitting right there? Rather than play an audio, what is your response to her? What is that? We've tried to get this Hannah Jones on the show, so I can do that. It's fair game because she won't come on. But why won't Nicole Hannah Jones debate me, debate Nikki Haley, debate Governor DeSantis, debate any of us? Because she has NBC News. Go ahead. And making those claims. One, I don't think anyone can read the project and argue that uh, the project thinks America is evil. Nikki Haley. Are you out of your mind? Yes, you are. Because many people have read it, including me. And it's abundantly clear that you believe America is evil and that America is illegitimate. What the hell are you talking about? Go ahead. 
itself really erases and invisibilizes how the black freedom struggle allowed her to be in a position to run for president. What are these new words, invisibilizes, Mr. Producer? Is that a word? Invisibilizes. Ooh. Yes. How the black freedom struggle allowed her to be in a position to run for president. Why don't you tell us about the 1619 Project and stop trashing people who disagree with you? And NBC News, I bet you, and, I, and if I don't pronounce her name correctly, it's a mistake and I can't help it. Zahili E-S-S-A-M-U-A-H. Ishuma, did you read it? Did you read it? Because what kind of question is that? She's not done. Cut eight. Go. The documentary series premiered just as Florida's controversial ban of advanced placement African-American history classes began. Do you have a message to these mostly Republican governors who are banning 1619 and other race-related education? What, what kind of show is this? Again, NBC News is a propaganda for this Marxist operation. We've read to you what the college boards had proposed. It has nothing to do with eliminating race-related education. Nothing. It has to do with eliminating racist CRT lies about American history. You know, slavery was bad enough. Slavery was bad enough. But now to try and use it to push your Marxist crap agenda is just, it's beyond the pale. And this is some of what DeSantis talks about in his book, by the way. Go ahead. Yes, I mean, my message to these governors is, uh, one, have you actually read the 1619 Project? Yes, I did. It's not exactly, uh, you know, scholarly or intellectual heavy-duty stuff, and it's actually a fairly thin read. Do I, get, do I get a special prize because I read it? Now, will you listen to me? Of course not. Go ahead. ...deserve to be exposed to all types of different ideas. This is the role of a public education. Yes, it is. But we don't teach them about white supremacy and neo-Nazis. Do we? Do we? No, I don't think so, and we shouldn't. And how is the Marxist radical agenda... That resulted in a death and horror for so many, even today as I speak. How is that relevant to American history? It's not. Now, so far, this Zinheli Ashumua, uh, if that's her name, so far, she's asked these ridiculous questions, trashing Nikki Haley and Republicans. Let's try one more. Cut nine, go. The film series also expands on the Pulitzer Prize-winning 1619 project, including episodes on democracy, music, capitalism, and more. Hannah Jones infusing her own family story throughout. You can't understand democracy without realizing that our founders didn't actually believe in multiracial democracy, but black people did. So here's what the 1619 Project does. There's a beautiful analysis of it, by the way, another review by Professor Uzel.
at real clear politics. And she said in the 1619 Project, white people, they're despised. They're villain after villain after villain after villain. They've never done anything well. Black people are angels. Case after case after case have never done anything badly. Now, human beings are human beings, regardless of their pigmentation. They do things well, they do things badly, but not according to Hannah Jones. You can't understand democracy without realizing that our founders didn't actually believe in multiracial democracy, but neither does critical race theory. Neither do you. Neither do you, Nicole Hannah-Jones. So if you're a real reporter and you're sitting there and say, wait a minute. We have resegregation going on all over our college campuses and universities that are embracing critical race theory. We have an entire black nationalist movement that believes in resegregating society, as well as a Klan movement, a neo-Nazi movement. We have our own federal government that's using equity and cutting out people depending on where they live and white people because they're not promoting equity they're promoting discrimination a different form of discrimination so how do you respond to that that's how you ask a question you meathead i'll be right back mud lovin You know, when the going gets tough, you can count on big business to have your back. Well, not really. You certainly can't. Because we all know big business, especially big wireless business, is going to lock you down into multi-year contracts with huge penalties. Not Pure Talk, no. The no-contract wireless company. And the only wireless company to offer 100% money-back guarantee. That's right. Pure Talk is so sure you're going to love their ultra-fast 5G service that if you don't, they'll give you your money back. So instead of paying a fortune to Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile every month, cut your bill in half with Pure Talk, my cell phone company. And then start enjoying the perks like a U.S. customer service team that will make your switch easy. Supporting a company that's veteran-owned and shares your values and who has you covered with a money-back guarantee. Go to puretalk.com, enter promo code Levin Podcast. that's L-E-V-I-N podcast, to save 50% off your first month. That's puretalk.com, promo code L-E-V-I-N podcast. Pure Talk is simply smarter wireless. Restrictions apply. See site for details. You know, uh, just a reminder about our podcast. Go to marklevinshow.com. MarkLevinShow.com to download the podcast. That is the app. Click on Audio Rewind at the top. Audio Rewind at the top and pick your favorite podcast platform. That's it. It's three steps. Go to MarkLevinShow.com. Click on Audio Rewind at the top and pick your favorite podcast platform. Or if you want, go to your favorite podcast platform, Apple, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, so forth. Search Mark Levin Show and subscribe for free. But either way, have that in your back pocket just in case. Just in case, have that in your back pocket. Uh, the, uh, the podcast is growing by leaps and bounds. I've been reviewing the ratings from city to city. We're kicking butt. Um, shows that we're up against, thanks to you, we are literally crushing. Whether in the Big Apple, whether in the Peach State, 
Doesn't matter. I'll be right back. You know, when the going gets tough, you can count on big business to have your back. Well, not really. You certainly can't. Because we all know big business, especially big wireless business, is going to lock you down into multi-year contracts with huge penalties. Not Pure Talk, no. The no-contract wireless company. And the only wireless company to offer 100% money-back guarantee. That's right. Pure Talk is so sure you're going to love their ultra-fast 5G service that if you don't, they'll give you your money back. So instead of paying a fortune to Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile every month, cut your bill in half with Pure Talk, my cell phone company, and then start enjoying the perks like a U.S. customer service team that will make your switch easy. Supporting a company that's veteran-owned and shares your values and who has you covered with a money-back guarantee. Go to puretalk.com, enter promo code LEVINPODCAST, that's L-E-V-I-N podcast, to save 50% off your first month. That's puretalk.com, promo code L-E-V-I-N podcast. Pure Talk is simply smarter wireless. Restrictions apply. See site for details. The Mark Levin Show, live and national at 877-381-3811. By the way, in hour three... Just a half hour from now, I want to talk to you about something that's not very pleasant. But you are my extended family out there. And I believe we have tremendous respect for each other. And in many ways, we love each other. But it's very unpleasant. But I'm going to save it for hour three. Mr. Producer has no idea what I'm talking about. I understand that. But nonetheless, I want to discuss it with you. I want to share it with you. Key inflation measure surges at fastest rate since June. No wonder Joe Biden didn't have a press conference today. And he's still AWOL when it comes to Palestine, Ohio. I already told you why. It doesn't fit the Democrat Party description of its base. Mostly Republican, lower middle class, hardworking people, white. No civil rights group representing them. No Hollywood types. I've been saying this for days. So now the backbenchers on TV and radio are regurgitating it, Mr. Producer. Good for them. They're good listeners. Back to this. The Associated Depress, the Federal Reserve's preferred inflation gauge, rose last month at its fastest pace since June. An alarming sign that price pressures remain entrenched in the U.S. economy and could lead the Fed to keep raising interest rates well into this year. Friday's report from the Commerce Department showed that consumer prices rose 0.6% December to January. That's a one-month increase up sharply from 0.2% from November to December. On a year-to-year basis, prices rose 5.4%, up from 5.3% annual increase in December. And guess what they're not counting? Food and energy. I think food and energy are like, you know, things we need for our own sustenance. Food and energy, Mr. Producer? Yes. The report also showed that consumer spending rose 1.8% last month from December after falling the previous month. January's price data exceeded forecasters' expectations, confounding hopes 
that inflation was steadily decelerating, and that the Fed could relent on its campaign of rate hikes, follows other recent data and also suggested the economy remains gripped by inflation. Gripped by inflation despite the Fed's strenuous efforts to tame it. So the interest rates are going to go up even more. It's going to slaughter the housing market. And have you noticed how interest rates on CDs and savings accounts and so forth, they don't keep up with the inflation rate. And you got credit card rates now where people who are desperate, the paycheck isn't enough, savings isn't enough, Social Security is not enough. So they take out the credit card. And the credit card interest rate, if you don't pay it off every month, 22%, 21%, Since March of last year, the Fed has attacked inflation by raising its key interest rate eight times. And despite the higher borrowing costs for individuals and businesses, the job market remains surprisingly robust. No, 1.9 million American citizens are not in the job market anymore. Two million aliens have taken their slots. Anyway, that is actually a worrisome sign for the Fed because strong demand for workers tends to fuel wage growth and overall inflation. Let me, let me cut to the chase in plain English. Wage growth, your wage growth, is inflationary now. Your wage growth is inflationary now because businesses, restaurants, whatever, they have to charge more money to cover your wages. Higher energy prices are inflationary. Businesses have to raise prices to cover that. And you have to pay more for something you paid less for two years ago. The value of the dollar is going down. That is undermining the value of the currency. So while prices are going up, your wages are growing up, the value of what you're earning is going down. This is the problem with inflation. Reagan beat inflation, and Volcker beat inflation. He headed the Federal Reserve. Reagan was president. He came in under, after Carter. Inflation was, was burning through the economy. And what did they do? They had to push us into a recession. You know, it's amazing. We've talked about this for years. And when they were voting on these bills, even Republicans in the last administration, I said, no, 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 this is a disaster. And it happens to people, no, nothing's happened yet. Well, it's happening. The idea that people can't even afford a dozen eggs anymore. It's just ridiculous. The price of things are unbelievable. I don't know how people do it. I don't know how they do it. I mean, it's no secret. I make good money, so I don't know how other people do it. I didn't always make good money. It's tr- I just didn't. But I do now. And still, my heart goes out to people. I'm watching this. And how do you do this? You're a handyman. You're a mechanic. You're an electrician. You're a plumber. You're a cop. You're a firefighter. You're a bus driver, Uber, Lyft, taxi driver. Whatever you are. How do you make it? It's, it's just crazy. 
And yet in the last election, people are voting Democrat. This was not caused by nature. This was caused by Democrats. Reaccelerating price pressures coupled with a still stronger labor market that is restoring incomes and is supporting demand will keep the Fed on track to hike rates further over coming meetings, says one expert. And so interest rates are going to continue to go up until this country is pushed into a recession. Thanks to these massive spending bills that that initiated, triggered all of this. And I want to remind you that when it came to that phony infrastructure bill over a trillion dollars that Mitch McConnell and a whole, I think it was 19 Senate Republicans voted for it. Mitch McConnell. And I want to remind you that monstrous omnibus bill that was voted for. Wholly irrational. An inflation builder, an economy killer that Mitch McConnell led another 18 Republicans to vote for it, as did he. And now they brag, we'll never let the economy, we'll never let the federal government default, you know. What are you talking about, you schmuck? You created this situation, you and your left-wing Democrat hack friends. Well, we only want quality candidates to run. And oh, what, how do you define that? People who agree with me... <laughs> Remember the idiot standing in front of some bridge in Kentucky with Biden? This money bought the bridge. That bridge was built before you spent the money, you moron. But so what? Build your own damn bridge. I bring home the bacon. Bipartisanship here, you know. No, I don't know. Sometimes you have to do the right thing. You, you jerk. I despise that guy. I really do. Been in there forever. What has he done? What's he done to secure the border? He's voted to create inflation. What has he done? What has this guy done? Has he taken on the communist Chinese? He can't. They bought and paid him. For him and his family. Just like Biden. Got the Republican leader in the Senate. The schmuck in the Oval Office. They're all bought and paid for. The idiot Pelosi, she's another one. May I say with all due respect. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. You know, when the going gets tough, you can count on big business to have your back. Well, not really. You certainly can't. Because we all know big business, especially big wireless business, is going to lock you down into multi-year contracts with huge penalties. Not pure talk, no. The no-contract wireless company. And the only wireless company to offer 100% money-back guarantee. That's right. Pure Talk is so sure you're going to love their ultra-fast 5G service that if you don't, they'll give you your money back. So instead of paying a fortune to Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile every month, cut your bill in half with Pure Talk, my cell phone company. And then start enjoying the perks like a U.S. customer service team that will make your switch easy. Supporting a company... That's veteran-owned and shares your values and who has you covered with a money-back guarantee. Go to puretalk.com, enter promo code Levin Podcast. that's L-E-V-I-N podcast, to save 50% off your first month. That's puretalk.com, promo code L-E-V-I-N podcast. 
Pure Talk is simply smarter wireless. Restrictions apply. See site for details. CNBC. CNBC is the only branch of Comcast that ever makes any sense. But you know what? Even they have their issues. I have to say, Fox Business really is the best business channel. You got Charles Payne there. You got Maria Bartiromo. She is unbelievable. You've got Larry Kudlow, the Cudster. And so many others there. Fed can't tame inflation without significantly more hikes that will cause a recession, paper says. The Federal Reserve is unlikely to be able to bring down inflation without having to raise interest rates considerably higher, causing a recession, according to a research paper released today. Former Fed Governor Frederick Mishkin is among the authors of the white paper. Now, you've got to stop calling things white. White paper. Maybe tan parchment, you know, that examines the history of the central bank's efforts to create disinflation. Guess that's a new word, too. Disinflation equals recession. So in order to have disinflation, you need a recession. Despite the sentiments of many current Fed officials that they can manage a soft landing while tackling high prices, the paper says, no, they can't. They say we find no instance, none, in which a central bank-induced disinflation occurred without a recession. They have never found any, any. So there you go. I don't know what to tell you, but there you go. It's getting ugly out there. But don't worry. Joe Biden's in office and... He's saving democracy, according to Joe Scarborough. You know, saying that Joe Biden is saving democracy, Mr. Producer, is saying that it's like saying Joe Scarborough is saving marriages. Don't you think? I don't, I don't, I don't think that uh, that computes. What do you say, Joe? And why is it that the morning schmo and Mrs. Schmo and their circle nerd team, I'll put it that way, why is it that they're so obsessed endlessly with Trump? And then why is it that Mediocreite is obsessed with the morning schmo, Mr. Schmo obsession with Trump? It's so weird. And then why is it that Media Matters, the Soros front group, is obsessed with what I say about Mediaite that is obsessed with what the morning schmo and Mr. Schmo says about Trump. Just making any sense? Of course not. Jamie Raskin, remember him? Jamie the Red? Remember his father was a commie? I gave you the whole history of this family. He's very upset, so he goes on MSLSD, where the IQ is lowered very significantly. So he figures he can communicate with their audience. And uh, he's very angry that the Speaker of the House, Kevin McCarthy, has released hours and hours of videotapes to Tucker Carlson of the Fox News Network and that the information will become public. He's very upset about this. Look, they had their Stalinist way. 
They had their phony committee, <clears throat> their little Politburo. They wielded power like the power-hungry narcissists that they are. By the way, whatever happened to Liz Cheney? Has anybody heard from her? Lizzie, where is Liz Cheney? Does anybody know? Is she preparing her presidential run? Will she be running in this country or another country? I understand Adam, Adam uh, Headcase Kingsinger has a book coming out. I think he calls it, you know, I don't know, narcissist. <laughs> that would be good. Anyway, the January 6th video. And he said the reason we didn't let this video out is because we didn't want to enable future insurrectionists, MAGA, to figure out, you know, how to really make a run at the Capitol and be successful. This guy's drunk on his own stupidity. And then uh, the morning Schmo and Mrs. Schmo, they say they're very disappointed in Kevin McCarthy because he bravely stood out up to Trump on January 6th, and then he flipped. He sold out. Now, are these the same individuals, the schmoes, who are slobbering all over Donald Trump? Remember this, Mr. Bidus? They would have him on their show. Nobody watched, but they would have him on their show. They would trash Ted Cruz and everybody. And they loved Donald Trump. And then Donald Trump dared to attack them and now they turned on Donald Trump and they can't stop they can't stop they flip-flopped and they get a lot of money for it I'll be right back in today's digital age where cyber threats loom larger than ever safeguarding your personal information is paramount so why is Congress considering a law that could put your credit card data at greater risk of being hacked and exposed to foreign networks this Durbin Marshall credit card bill could jeopardize your financial data, make it more susceptible to cyber intrusions. It's a controversial bill that proposes a shift in billions of dollars worth of consumer transactions to payment networks that lack the robust security measures consumers rely on. Who could possibly want that? Well, the answer, woke corporate megastores seeking to inflate their multi-billion dollar profit margins. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill will undermine our safe and convenient payment systems and endanger your data security. It's time to take a stand. Visit electronicpaymentscoalition.org. Make your voice heard. Tell your senators to oppose the radical Durbin Marshall credit card bill paid for by the Electronic Payments Coalition. He's here. He's here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. I have a question for you folks. Why are certain acts of hate and even vigilantism reported by the news and others not and I'm talking about national news national news we've kind of talked on this about this before why are certain murder cases reported day in and day out day in and day out while others are completely ignored what is it is it ratings is it hits what is it 
Do you know what tomorrow is? Do you know what tomorrow is? Well, there's a group called, and I, I'm not trying to offend anybody. I'm not trying to offend anybody. That's their name, not mine. Goyim TV, G-O-Y-I-M TV. They've been based in California, Southern California, and the San Francisco area, and now they've moved to Florida. They moved to Florida because a significant Jewish population now lives in Florida, particularly at the southern end of Florida. And so they figure, what a better place to go. And so what's happening is there's all kinds of Nazi graffiti showing up, Nazi pamphlets being handed out, left on cars, massive amounts. And Jews particularly Orthodox Jews with their hats and their jackets and their beards and so forth were being threatened and harassed publicly. And I posted one such example, just one, on Mark Levin show Twitter, Getter, True Social, and all the rest of it. And I hope you'll take a look at it, because this is getting out of control. This is why I said last hour I wanted to talk to you and my extended family. Now, Governor DeSantis, he has directed the Florida Department of Law Enforcement to push back, because tomorrow they've announced that it's a National Day of Hate. National Day of Hate. That's Saturday following several anti-Semitic incidents targeting Florida's Jewish communities, the Florida Department of Law Enforcement announced it's working to put pressure on hate groups over the weekend. In a release, the FDLE said that Governor DeSantis directed the department to put additional resources toward the issue, calling on law enforcement agencies statewide to address a coordinated National Day of Hate that's been announced and is set for tomorrow, Saturday. According to the ADL, the National Day of Hate is expected to see a surge in activity from hate groups. Um, and there's been increased violence, distribution of flyers, anti-Semitic protests, and graffiti. The F Florida Department of Law Enforcement release shows that while there are no known threats or protests planned in Florida over the weekend, law enforcement presence will be increased because they don't tell you in advance. Violence, threats of violence, physical intimidation will not be tolerated against the Jewish community in Florida. It has no place in our state, said the Florida Department of Law Enforcement Commissioner Mark Glass. Such actions will be prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law. FDLE is partnering with local law enforcement agencies to enhance response capabilities. Central Florida Sheriff's offices are also preparing both the Orange County in Volusia County Sheriff's Office has condemned recent anti-Semitic messages and aggressions. I posted some of this video. Just one piece of it, actually. Probably should post more on my site, so I hope you'll take a look. Orange County Sheriff John Mina, who's a great guy, implored the community to remain vigilant this week in the light of possible neo-Nazi extremist activity. 
Um, and so uh, that is what is taking place. Now, the anti-Semitic propaganda group Goyim TV, again, I apologize, but that's what they call themselves, G-O-Y-I-M. You can Google this. You want to check it out. Has relocated to Florida, an emerging hotspot to harass the Jewish community. Videos posted on Twitter show members of the neo-Nazi group approaching a car driven by Orthodox Jewish men and just abused the hell out of them. These protests from the Goyim Defense League harassed Jewish people at the entrance of a Chabad in Orlando. A Chabad is, is a facility um, that is part of the Chabad movement, rabbis. New video footage posted on social media on Wednesday. This stuff's going on in L.A. too, just so you know. Leave our country, go back to Israel, you know, where you bomb Palestinian kids. But they said more than that. In fact, it's so filthy. Uh, and so many beliefs will be needed. I'm not even playing it on the air here. Just constant slurs. Says to the Jewish passenger, you look like a Jewish horse. Look at the horse face on this Jew. Other remarks he used to harass Jews, called them filthy pieces of you-know-what. They attacked the cops. The cops worked straight for the effing Jews. They yelled out to one Jew, would you like to be put in an oven? And he starts laughing and stuff like that. This is, I say, most of you are not Jewish in the audience. Uh, but you are righteous people. You are the kind of people who would not have stood for the Holocaust. You're the kind of people who's whose families fought in World War II. And I'm just telling you, this is spreading here in the United States. Um, our rabbi, <clears throat> we have a very small group, 20 of us or so. Uh, and we don't really have a facility. And so not too far from where we live in Virginia, there's a beautiful place we go to. It's a a nonprofit has some land with it's it's very uh, it's very basic, and so we'll go there for one of the high holidays. And the rabbi, who's a, just a fantastic guy, he's an American, was Canadian, but he wanted to become an American citizen the legal way, and did. He's got a wonderful family. And this is a small group. Somehow, individuals like this found out that he was holding an outside service. And they drove back and drove by in a black SUV with the windows open with Palestinian flags yelling, you know, Akbar. And more than that, uh, just very, very foul things. That's frightening. You didn't announce that you were meeting there, and somehow they found out. And you do that in the middle of a service. You know, that's, that would be 
like people doing that in the middle of an Easter service or Christmas Eve service or whatever it is. I hear nothing from the Biden administration about this. Absolutely nothing. I see nothing on NBC News about this while they're pushing Nicole Hannah-Jones. I see nothing. I don't see any professors showing up on cable TV talking about this and denouncing this. Do you? There's nothing. And these things are taking place. They're taking place in a lot of places in our country. You can see where DeSantis is taking steps. You can see where Trump used to take steps when he was in office. I see nothing from the Democrats. I see nothing from the media. Nothing. Zero. Because people like Omar and Talib and AOC and Presley and Baker and that whole crowd, they're anti-Semites as they are anti-Americans. They're Marxists. And this is the agenda that is pushed because these people are not denounced. They're not denounced by their own party. They're not denounced by the media. And I fear this is going to get out of hand. You have in New York a large Orthodox Jewish community in Brooklyn. They didn't just arrive there. They've been there. But you also have diverse communities. And you have an African-American community there and others and so forth. These people are constantly attacked. Brutalized. Beaten. You know how people wear the cross, which I think is wonderful. How they wear the cross when they travel, that they go to certain places, but they have to put it away if they go into certain countries or so forth. Isn't that terrible? Jews are being told to remove their stars of David or their keepers in certain neighborhoods in America or if they're on the subway. I'm just telling you this, and many of you already know this, that this is taking place. And these kind of people do exist. It's also another reason why I, I detest the use by the left of white supremacy to define you and me. Law-abiding, honest, moral people who don't bother anybody. We pay our taxes and we follow the rules. And by saying what they say, they're trying to include these people with us or us with these people, which is sickening. Absolutely sickening. But I wanted to point it out, and I hope you can understand it. What a problem this is becoming. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin.
They call themselves the Goyim Defense League, G-O-Y-I-M Defense League. You can look it up. Uh, these things are going on all over the country, going on in Norfolk, Virginia. And by the way, they're also going on in our public school systems, like the Fairfax County School System in Virginia. When you're pushing critical race theory, when you're pushing Marxism, when you're opening immigration to individuals from parts of the world who refuse to assimilate, I'm just being honest, on top of many, many other things, when the economy starts to hurt, um, Jews become targets. And um, it's not covered by the Today Show. It's not covered by Good Morning America. It's not covered by any Sunday show. None of them. Not one of them. Instead, they drag this Nicole, ah, whatever the hell her name is. They bring her on to push her America-hating Marxist pablum. It's easier to do that, you know. You've heard nothing from Biden, not a word. Nothing from Harris, nothing. Chuck Schumer, Jewish, the Democrat leader in the Senate, not a word. Nothing. Hakeem Jeffries, you would think, given his uncle, the deep anti-Semitism and racism of that entire Jeffries family, not a word. Nothing. Not a word. Just pointing it out. Am I talking about this? Am I mentioning this group? Um, how should I put this, Mr. Producer? Am I condemning these people? Puts me in a very difficult position. You understand what I'm trying to say? Very difficult. I would just point that out to you. Because in the past, when I've received death threats, it's been not from this group. This group's rather new. From other groups like this. So I just am raising this with you so you're aware of it. I'm aware of what I'm stepping into. But I have a major obligation here behind this microphone. For this country. For our liberties. To take on evil, whether it comes from government or whether it comes from this gun. I can't pretend it's not happening. And I will be right back. This is the nation's town hall meeting, and you can join in at 877-381-3811. Well, you heard earlier in the program about this recession that's coming, and the Fed has to create it because of the incredible profligate spending that took place in Washington, D.C. by the Democrats and Republicans. And you should get the list of the Republicans who voted to destroy our currency in our economy and it's led by Mitch McConnell and yet 
37 Republicans in the Senate, including McConnell voting for himself, voted for him to be the Republican leader. 37. It's incredible. He voted for this monstrous omnibus bill that's going to keep inflation in this country for years to come. Not to mention how they they fund all these radical left-wing groups and $36 billion to the Teamsters Pension Fund and all the rest. This is McConnell. They didn't leverage one penny of it for a wall on the southern border. Not one penny. And now they're attacking the brave majority in the House of Republicans who are trying to get this budget under control and threatening them that they, they can't find anything to cut, not even the excess COVID monies that they're giving to teach CRT. Okay, Mr. Producer, to whom shall I speak? Rochester, New York, one of our favorites, WHAM. Diane, how are you? Uh, I'm fine, but actually I'm not. I'm passing information. Please, with your contacts, see what this is all about. I heard on an early morning radio that uh, Moldova, okay, which is in between Ukraine yes. and Russia, okay, they mm-hmm. have the largest munition factory. Russia wants it. They are doing a Berlin airlift into Moldova. We have sent our 101st Airborne Army into Ukraine three miles from No, we Mar- haven't. All right, thank you. No, we haven't. I don't know who's saying this stuff, but I can't participate in this stuff. We've sent them into Ukraine. Did you know that, Mr. Producer? We sent the 101st Air Force, did she say? Airborne, rather? The 82nd into Ukraine? No, we haven't. All right, let's continue, shall we? Any? Yeah. WYRD, Greenville, South Carolina. Noah, how are you? I am amazing. I couldn't be better. Well, if you say so yourself. Yes, sir. How may I help I you? I have a question. Yes. I have a question about the Hunter Biden laptop and Joe Biden. They have, what does Joe Biden gain by letting China have secrets and letting them get close to America and maybe even go to war with them? What does he gain by his country, because he is the president, getting going to war? Well, who said he would gain anything if we go to war with China? He's an incompetent boob. That's the problem. And he fears, in the lead-up of any war, the release of information, I fear, in this country or elsewhere, is showing how much he's sold out to the communist Chinese. It's not that he wants us to go to war with China. It's that he's put himself in a position where he's not competent or capable of leading the country. Let me turn it around on you. Why would the communist Chinese pour multi-millions of dollars into the Biden Penn Center, into the University of Delaware Biden Center, into Hunter Biden and Joe Biden? Why would they do that? They just I, like Joe and his I would family? I have to guess. 
I would guess for information, but I, that doesn't... It yeah, doesn't even doesn't have to be for information. But it could be. They're buying his... They're buying control over him, not necessarily to go to war. They're buying control over him when it comes to policy and things of that sort. That's the problem. The guy's been bought and paid for. And so it's not that he wants us to go to war, but when you have somebody like that, who, by the way, even without all this, has been horrific when it comes to everything, but especially foreign policy, as others who've worked for him have said, it becomes a huge problem. Thank you for your call. Who's next, Mr. Producer? Yeah. Brad in Dallas, Sirius Satellite. Go right ahead, sir. Great one. I have been waiting a year and a half. I finally got through to talk to you. Thank you. Um, I noticed that you were talking uh, about a year and a half, or uh, I'm sorry, uh, talking earlier in the program about the inflation. I'm an 80% service-connected disabled vet, and I draw a a little bit over 1,800 a month. I am in a market for a new apartment at twelve hundred to fourteen hundred a month Jeez. because of this inflation. So mm-hmm. that leaves me four hundred dollars. Now enough with me. What about my brothers and sisters that are eighty or a hundred percent disabled that are in mm-hmm. the same boat who may have more physical incapabilities of going back into the workforce, unlike me. Well, how are they supposed to make it, you know, on two, $300 a month? And that don't even include gas and groceries. No. Um, it, it, uh, it, honest it, to God, I don't know. I don't know how you make it. I don't know how other people make it. It's terrible. Absolutely terrible. This endless, wild spending by the government where they feather bed their their public sector unions and they take care of themselves and they redistribute wealth and they give money to to, uh, to radical leftist organizations and all that. It's a disgrace. It's dis- Yeah, and, and you know, and it, it makes me sad. And uh, a real quick second point, because I know you got other callers, but where did Joe's documents go? I mean, since the shiny white balloon... The story is nobody seems to care. They're still chasing Trump, you know. They still yeah. Oh, how do, where did the box how did they find that box of Trump uh, folders even after the FBI searched Mar Largo? These are the leaks. The FBI and the Department of Justice think they're getting the runaround, in other words, obstruction from Trump. Meanwhile, your point of course is is a great one. Uh, we have thousands and thousands and thousands of documents of Biden's from his Senate years and otherwise at the University of Delaware, which has been blocking them, which has been blocking them. And I'd like an update on that, too. And you're right. It's completely off the headlines. By the way, where is Biden today? Where the hell is he? All right, my friend. And I really feel bad about your situation. So you take care of yourself, and thank you for your service. We'll be right back. Mark Lovin. Don't forget.
got Levinites and Patriots out there. Uh, My Life, Liberty, and Levin show this Sunday. It's an exclusive, a special show. 8 p.m. Eastern Time. 5 p.m. Pacific, all times in between and around. If you can't watch live, I hope you'll set your DVR. Because I know you're going to like it. It's probably going to be talked about a lot, but... You don't need people to talk about my show. Just watch it yourself. I think you're going to really be intrigued by it. Well, I think we've had a hell of a week, and I want to thank all of my wonderful, wonderful listeners out there, you folks, for your your patriotism, for your intelligence, and for your love of country. Or I wouldn't be here. Nobody would listen. You're the last line. Of defense of this country. You're it. I want you to have a very restful weekend. Enjoy your family. Enjoy whatever you do. Because we have to battle. I mean this figuratively of course. In various walks of life. In our different roles. Whether you're parents. Your grandparents. Whether you're pro-life activists. Whatever you are. You need to keep at it. Because without you. This country can't survive. We go to America every Friday in honor of you. Here we go.
Thanks for everything, folks. And I mean that from the bottom of my heart. Without you, there'd be no me. And don't forget, 8 p.m. Sunday night, Fox News Channel, Life, Liberty, and Levin, exclusive interview with Governor DeSantis. The week is officially over. The week officially starts now. We salute our armed forces, police officers, firefighters, emergency personnel, our truckers, and the men and women in Taiwan and Ukraine, the freedom fighters. Good night, Spritey and Griffey. Good night, Pepsi and Zelda. Good night, Smokey and Gigi. Good night, Indy and Patton. Good night, Rory. Good night, Barney. And good night, Marnie. Good night, Dad. Good night, Mom. Good night, Leo. Good night, Joe. America, good night to you, and have a great tomorrow. 